You could buy your hair if it won't grow. You could fix your nose if he says so. You can buy all the makeup that Mac can make. But if you don't look inside you, find out who am I to be in the position that made me feel so damn unpretty. Lyrics from TLC, Unpretty. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Broken to Boss. How y'all doing? I hope you guys have a wonderful, had a wonderful week. And I want you guys to... As you listen to this podcast, thank God for the opportunity to be able, okay? I'm going to do a quick little um, podcast episode. I'm I'm actually getting ready to go to my cousin's pop-up shop in Queens today. You guys probably will hit when you hear this. It'll be too late. But if you watch my Instagram, you'll see that I reposted her flyer. I want you guys to all follow her at a.dollcreation on Instagram as well as Go on the website. She has some wonderful, great clothing for the fall. So you guys could be dripped, looking delicious and fabulous. And that's just on period, okay? But if you heard the beginning of the podcast, you know that this this episode is based off being unpretty. We all have been at a point in our life where we have suffered from insecurities, whether we realize it or not. But what I want to dig in more than anything is the root of where insecurities are come from and where they lie most of all it's our household because when we're kids parents don't realize or family members don't realize they they tend to compare without realizing you to other children or everybody else around whether it's looks education you know certain things like that and that subconsciously eats us up and we don't even realize it you have people who will treat certain kids better And you will realize it because you can feel the difference the way they treat you. Like, for example, my grandmother is a colorist on my mother's side. And she always made it very clear that she liked the children who were more light-skinned, who had more curly hair, who had the nice, you know, Indian hair to them. And basically, if you had darker skin and your hair was, you know, rougher or not as straight, you were not as beautiful. She didn't full-blown say the words, but she would make it very obvious in her actions. And children are not dumb. So I often picked up on that. And that is one of the reasons me and her do not have a relationship to this day. Because, But after no, learning her story about how she grew up in Jamaica, and they basically treated her like that, she, I guess, wasn't strong enough to break that generational curse or see what the problem was. So a lot of people can't break what they don't identify as a problem. Sometimes they are brainwashed into thinking that is the correct way of doing things or that is how you treat people or that is right, and they continue on with that vicious cycle and they hurt people as they go along with life. If you realize that you are doing that to children or you're doing it to yourself, please acknowledge it as you listen to this podcast and fix it because you don't know how many people you are causing to be insecure, you are causing to hate themselves and things like that. And I know people make it seem like it's so easy to love yourself, but if you wasn't taught self-love, it is not as easy to obtain as it seems, as a meme says, oh, I'm beautiful, I'm this, I'm that, because a lot of people who are claiming that they are beautiful and they love themselves, their actions do not support the fact of the matter. And that's let's just say it. A lot of people who we deem as beautiful and superstars and, oh my God, they're so gorgeous, a lot of them behind the scenes suffer with a lot of self-hatred, a lot of, 
you know, comparing themselves to other people or wanting to do surgeries just to get validation from people. There's nothing wrong with getting surgery if that is what you want. But once you're trying to do it to enhance your looks or even create whole new looks based off the fact of you not feeling pretty with the foundation that God blessed you with, that's when you know you are suffering from something deeper. Okay? Like a perfect example, Little Kim. Little Kim was absolutely gorgeous. I don't even know why she even went to surgery in the first place, touched that face of hers. Gorgeous. Now she looked like a ghetto leprechaun, okay? Her face always looked surprised, and that's all what insecurities did. And when I watched one of her interviews, she did share that the men that she used to date used to say she wasn't light enough. They used to say she wasn't pretty enough. They used to say, and clearly because from the foundation of her household, she didn't she was not taught self-love or to validate herself. They, She was influ- easily influenced by the negativity and allowed that to destroy her subconsciousness and make her believe what these people were saying. And a lot of times when people are trying to destroy you, your confidence and make you insecure, it's because they are insecure. So don't let that go over your head. Anybody who has anything negative to say about somebody's looks, somebody's, you know, features or their body, and you can't congratulate them or say anything nice, that's because you want people to feel as low as you. You have a lot of mean girls out here, a lot of mean people who sit there and talk about people because, and even those who have their body done, who want to talk about people who don't have their body done, you're still insecure even going under the table. Even paying and using that care credit, you still don't care. Isn't that crazy? Blows my mind every time. But you already know we have a segment where we get into my business, but we clearly already got into it by talking about my grandmother. But a lot of people are growing up in families where they have family members like that, treating them like that, making them feel like they're not good enough, like they're not pretty. I was never insecure about the color of my skin, but I was always insecure about the texture of my hair. I hated my hair. It was a struggle, okay? My hair was so rough. My mom had to give me a perm at three years old. I kid you not. I kid you not. But I should have been taught to love my hair instead of comparing it to other people and wishing that I had better hair and, you know, feeling like, oh, I would be more pretty if I had this texture of hair or things like that. When you see your children going down the path of comparing themselves to others or saying negative comments, that is your job as a parent, as a family member, or anybody who loves that child to correct them, to remind them, to instill in them that they are beautiful. You are not your hair, as India Ivy said. You are not, you know, what society wants you to be. A lot of what society wants, is, in particular for black women, is to suffer from self-hatred. Because when you suffer from self-hatred, It is easy for you to hate on your people and it's easy for you to try to destroy your people. So it goes so much deeper than, you know, your insecurities run deeper than what you look on the outside. It's how you treat people. Because if you're not happy with yourself and you don't love yourself, most of the time, you treat people like crap. Most of the time, you spread that hate because you don't want to feel alone. You don't want to be the only one to hate yourself. You want everybody around you to hate yourself. And tell me I'm lying. Subconsciously, that's what you want. So a lot of times people hang out with other people who suffer from low self-esteem. Y'all tied together by that trauma bond. Because now you you guys gang up and hate up on and hate on other people. And that makes you guys feel good. It validates your spirit. 
But that's not right. And a lot of us are grown people suffering from insecurities. And we got to fix up. We have to fix up. You have to learn to love on yourself with the foundation that God gave you first. Nobody's saying you can't go do any edit. I, I personally say love yourself before doing any surgeries. Because if you don't love yourself, that surgery will change absolutely nothing. You will come out with a new body, new teeth, new nose, and still be insecure. And still your mind, subconsciously, you feel like it's not good enough. You're still not good. Mind you, everybody in the world is giving you compliments like, oh, yes, you look good, you look great, but in your head, you don't see none of that, what people see. None of that. For a long time, I thought, I never thought I was ugly. I was like, I'm all right. And people used to be like, you're so beautiful. And I could never accept comment, like compliments because I used to be like, oh, they lying, they want something or things like that because I didn't feel that way about myself. But now when somebody say, you beautiful, thank you, because I know I'm not going to be arrogant and be like, yeah, I know. But inside I'm like, yeah, I know. I look good. Even on my worst day, I look good. Even on my absolute worst day. And I used to be so insecure about my hair that I would wear wigs and things like that. I wear a short haircut now, and, I, and throughout the years, off and on, I wore a short haircut. But I used to be so insecure about my hair that when I had a boyfriend at the time, I would always hide, like, like if I didn't have my wig on, I would always try to hide or whatever. And one day, we was laying down, and he was like, can you take off your wig? And my heart started beating mad fast. Like, what you mean take off my wig? Like, what? Absolutely not. And he pulled my wig off. He pulled my wig off. I was so mad. But then I end up smiling because his words exactly after he pulled my wig off is like, this is the destiny I want to see. I love you. I love you just with your meek mill, back braids, nappy. I love it. I love it. And that made me feel so good. And out of the 20, well, I probably was like about 25 at the time. Out of the 25 years I was living, I never felt good enough in that aspect that somebody would love me underneath it all. Underneath the makeup, underneath the wig, underneath my designer clothes. I didn't know if anybody would accept me and love me for me to be 100% free around myself. Because I didn't like what I looked in when I looked in the mirror. What I, I didn't 100% think it was worthy. I didn't 100% love myself. And that's when I realized that I suffer from insecurities. And it's deeper than my hair. Because I feel like, in order for me to look pretty, I have to be done up. These days, child, please. Please. Afro, Lupita, anything. I look the hell good, okay? Right now, I'm wearing a do-rag, and I feel fabulous. A do-rag and a robe. Drinking my tea. And you can't tell me I'm not on Beyonce status. Please. But that takes time and work. You have to do the time and the work. Because... People will sit there and really try to make you feel unpretty because they feel that way. And they just tag, they just continue in the cycle, the vicious cycle that they have soaked up from their childhood. Like I said, people do not just behave certain ways or do things and wake up and just behave this way. These are things that they have soaked up, they have learned, things that they are attached to. You have to wake up and detach yourself from that self-hate. You have to detach yourself from those long and excessive generational curses of bringing each other down. Sometimes people in your family will say negative and shady comments to you because it's making them feel good. 
Because deep down inside, they they refuse to do the work. So it's just easier to point out your flaws to make them feel good. You have people, your own cousins would do it to you. Your own friends, your own best friend. You ever had a shady ass friend and they always got something negative to say about you? And if you got like a stain on your shirt or something's messed up, they won't even correct it because they want other people to see you that way? Watch out for people like that. I don't want to hang around insecure people. I don't want to hang around unpretty people because your behavior becomes unpretty. And I don't know what you're going to do towards me. And I'm not here for that. I like to hang around people who secure within themselves, who know themselves, who love themselves, because those are the people who know how to love on other people. When you love yourself, you know how to love on other people. So those who are growing up with a grandmother like the one I did, but I and but I had balance in my life. Although my one grandmother was a colorist, my other grandmother treated us all the same, and she treated us with love. So I could imagine. I don't know what my life would have turned out to be if I didn't have that balance. Because I had love on the other hand. I split my time between each grandmother and I had love on the other end. And my grandmother treated us all the same. There was no favoritism. There was no this child is better than that. And I love her to this very day for that. For showing me love. For treating me like a human being. Making me feel normal. Going to my grandmother's house, she will all, my other grandmother's house, she will always put... You know, the light, the fair-skinned, light-skinned kids pitches to the front. She will always be very, very mean and rude to me or anybody else who was darker. And it wasn't that many, you know, grandkids that was dark-skinned. It was really just me, my brother, and honestly, nobody else. Everybody else was light-skinned. So could you imagine how I felt? And I never talked about it. I recently just came out to my mother about it a few years ago. And to this day, it still goes on. So, advocate for yourself. If somebody is mistreating you and your family at school, talk to your parents about it. Talk to somebody about it. Because when you let it eat you up inside, it continues to build. It continues to build. Don't continue to eat that alone. Express yourself. And parents, do your part in making your children know their self, love their self, no matter what. The work starts at home. My cousins, my little cousins, my brothers, I make sure to compliment them on the daily. Be, and you know, a lot of Caribbean people, they're not mindful of what they say. So they're like, oh, you're fat, you're this, you're that. You don't know what you're doing to that child's mind. Please be cautious of what you're saying. Because now when the child becomes bulimic or suicidal, then what? What you have to say, you're going to be the first one crying. Down the place. When you could have been a part of... When you was a part of the problem, you could have been a part of the solution. Be the solution. And if you see it happening in front of you, do something. Do something. Seriously. I... And we didn't even... T- we didn't even go in depth about how... The the relationship aspect as you get older. And we living in times right now... Where social media is setting the tone on how people, the blueprint on how people want to look or how people should look or should feel. I'm going to go ahead and say it and I really don't care how anybody feel about it. But the women right now, the secure, their insecurities is at an all-time high. Because you telling me that everybody is running to go look alike. Everybody wants the same exact body. Everybody want to look like Ari. Everybody want to look like Jada. Everybody want to look like Kim Kardashian. 
what happened to natural bodies? And like I said, I'm not against surgery. But I feel like a lot of y'all are doing it for the wrong reasons. Y'all really feeling pretty. Y'all really feel like y'all want these, y'all want the lifestyle that you feel that these people with these bodies have. You don't know what these people are enduring in their private life. And that's not everybody. Everybody wants to do surgery for different reasons. But most of you guys are being followers. Let's just keep it a buck. I know this one girl who wants to do her body just to be a bottle girl. Make it make sense. Do the math. You want attention? You want validation? Nobody ever showed you attention growing up? Show yourself that attention. Love on yourself first. Because you're going to get that body. You're going to get unwanted attention now. Because trust me. Now you're going to have people in your DMs and you're going to be annoyed. And you're not even going to be able to weave out who wants you for you and who wants you for the new brand new Bentley you put on your body. Okay? It's getting out of control. Out of control. Everybody want to nip, tuck here and there. Do the work. Do the work. Some of y'all have good bodies. Y'all just not disciplined enough to work out. Then you have people with real issues who had kids and they had you know, complications where they can't lose weight. Those people get surgery. You have people who shape, they want to alter their shape because the way they were shaped is, you know, no matter how much they work out, it doesn't get to where they want it to be. Go ahead, do it. But then you have people who really, all they need to do is a couple sit-ups and a couple squats and you'll be at your goal body, but you ready to go run and get some care, care credit to do it. And this is absolutely no shade. Know what you're doing it for, though. Know what you're doing it for. Feel pretty within yourself first before doing any surgeries. And I'm going to re repeat that because in this generation, people are so caught up with society's standards based off what they see on the Internet. And you want to just fall right in. You don't want to be left out. It's okay to be different. What y'all going to do when um real bodies come back in style? And these men is like, I don't want to fill on that no more. I don't want to fill on, on the temporary, the hard booty or whatever, your BBL. Your butt is leaking. What what you going to do? What are you going to do? Back in the days when I wanted to get my body done, because I was one of those people. I was very, very skinny. Right now, I'm a little slim thicky, holla. But I was very, very skinny, and I was super insecure. And like I said... So, uh, my family didn't realize, but you know, when they say, oh, you're so skinny, you're so this or that, fucks with you. And your head, you're just like, damn, why am I so skinny? Then I started eating, 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 and all I realized, the only thing was growing was this belly, okay? Everybody's body is different. I had to go to, in order for me to, you know, look like I want to look, I have to go to the gym. It requires discipline, it requires work. Some people are lucky. I got a cousin, she is, woo, body on, her mama gave her, Okay. Shout out to my cousin. You know who you are. Body, yaddy, yaddy. And her sister. Body. You like, damn. I'm sitting here looking like a cigarette. And they looking like a full-course meal. And you, and your head, you like, damn, why not me? Mm-mm. Be happy for the foundation that God bless you with. Love yourself no matter what. And if you want to alter yourself, work for it. Just make sure whatever decision you make, you feel pretty. Regardless, you love yourself first. Regardless, child, please. Now, I I really didn't even go into. I'm gonna have to make this a part two too. 
Because I, I didn't even get to the aspects of how being in a relationship can make you feel unpretty too. How that man would try to rebuild a Barbie and, and build down your self-esteem. That's why you gotta that's why it's important to know yourself and love yourself before you get into these relationships. Because if you only come in there with insecurities and that man sees that and he ain't shit, oh he will break you down. Break you down like some crumbs. Break you the hell down. Compare you. Why you don't do this? Why you don't do that? Because like I said, when I got into my last relationship, I was insecure too. I didn't want to wear my wig or whatever, but I also was still insecure about my body at the time. And I used to be like, oh, I'm going to get surgery. And here he was. I'll pay for half. And I'm so glad I didn't get that surgery because I didn't need it. I didn't need it. What I needed was surgery of self-love. That's what I needed. If you love yourself and you still want to do it after, sure. And this is this part, This episode is not to bash anybody who want to make their personal decisions. What I'm doing is advocating for people to be secure within themselves, to know themselves, to love themselves. That's it. That's all. All right. If you guys have not followed me on my YouTube channel, please go ahead, follow, like, comment, and subscribe at Broken to Boss on my YouTube channel. My YouTube channel is going to be a little bit different from the podcast, so don't think just because you subscribed on the the YouTube channel that it's equivalent to listening to the podcast because it's going to be two different things going on, although it shares the same name. So make sure you hit the notification bell for your YouTube so you know when I drop a video. Follow us on Broken the Boss Instagram. My personal is that's the goddess underscore. And starting next week, I'm going to definitely start shouting out black-owned businesses because there's a lot of black-owned businesses doing their thing out there. And sometimes we want to support certain things and we just don't know where to start. So, until next time, love you guys. Bye.